Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's make-believe ballroom time. Put all your cares away. All the bands are here to bring good cheer your way. Make believe ballroom time and free to everyone. It's no time to fret, your dial is set for fun. Just close your eyes and visualize in your solitude. Your favorite bands are on the stands, and Mr. Miller puts you in the mood. It's make believe ballroom time. Hi folks, I'm Jeff Bressler, turning on the lights of the Make-Believe Ballroom and welcoming you into my crystal studio for another program of the great hits of the 1930s and 1940s. I'm hosting the show to keep the music and traditions of past hosts, Martin Block, Al Jarvis, William B. Williams, and the legendary Steve Allen alive. Whether you're one of my longtime listeners or a new listener on public broadcasting or community radio stations across the U.S., as well as in the U.K., grab your dance ticket, it's free, and let's reminisce. Hello world and from coast to coast on public university and community radio stations. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all to the Make Believe Ballroom and thanks for joining me this hour as I share some wonderful swing jazz and big band music and many of the stories behind the records and the personalities who recorded them. I hope you're all having a great week. Unfortunately, I am uh, having... Uh, enormous trepidations about doing the show here in the uh, Crystal Studio. And uh, I'll tell you why in just a minute. Uh, first, how about K-Star with the Glenn Miller Orchestra and Baby Me recorded on Bluebird Records in 
K-Star's introduction to the uh, Glenn Miller Orchestra uh, had to be both terrifying as well as exhilarating in that she uh, had no time to prepare for joining the band. Let me explain. Uh, We'll go back to the summer of 1939 uh, when Glenn Miller and his orchestra were enjoying a very successful engagement at the uh, Glen Island Casino. The Glen Island Casino right on the uh, Long Island Sound in New Rochelle, New York. Uh, On Saturday, uh, July the 22nd of 1939, during that engagement, uh, Glenn's vocalist, Marion Hutton, collapsed uh, on the bandstand. Now, uh, doctors uh, blamed nervous indigestion and exhaustion. Nervous indigestion, that, that sounds like a type of doctor's diagnosis in the 1930s. Well, nevertheless, uh, Marion underwent a minor uh, sinus operation, which had nothing to do with exhaustion or nervous indigestion, and how that came about, I don't know. But she did return to the band uh, on August the 1st. Now, of course, Marion uh, Marion Hutton was one of the uh, superstar uh, female vocalists of the era. Uh, so right after Marion's uh, medical issue on July the 22nd, the very next morning, the morning of July the 23rd, a case star... Uh, was flown in from Memphis, Tennessee to replace Marion until she recovered from her surgery. Now, can you imagine what was going on in Kay's mind uh, when she, on a, on a moment's notice, was called to sing with one of the nation's most popular bands uh, to replace one of the nation's most uh, beloved singers? And uh, Kay, of course went on to become a beloved singer herself. I know what's going on in my mind. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, I'm having uh, trepidations uh, broadcasting today. The uh, original Make Believe Ballroom, which began in 1935, uh, was broadcast on WNEW in New York uh, by the legendary DJ, some say the first DJ ever, Martin Block. Now, Block... Uh, to create an elegant ballroom in the uh, mind and uh, visual images of listeners, uh, created the uh, image of um, a studio with an elegant crystal chandelier. Uh, When, in fact, uh, back in 1935, when the show started, it was just a regular studio. Uh, But as Block and the uh, ballroom's popularity increased, uh, a studio with the crystal chandelier in the center, was uh, indeed built. So to uh, follow in the footsteps of Block, um, I was at a garage sale. I guess uh, it was uh, was probably in the fall of 2019 uh, when I gazed upon a crystal chandelier that uh, looked the part, and uh, I bought it. And that chandelier has to do with my trepidation about uh, broadcasting from my own crystal studio today. So what was that? What is that trepidation? Well, I'll tell you in a moment. Uh, We've talked on the ballroom uh, in the past about folks who were involved in the big band era, but who made their marks in other forms of show business. Uh, Big band singers like uh, Merv Griffin and Fred McMurray are uh, two examples. Uh, Or the comedian uh, Maury Amsterdam, who never played with the big band, but uh, wrote the Andrew Sisters hit song, Rum and Coca-Cola. Now, there was a comedian who, in the 1950s, uh, along with Milton Berle, uh, had to be considered uh, a king of golden age television certainly a king of golden age television comedy. Uh, Now, on his show, on uh, I think it was November 11th, uh, 1954, he welcomed Benny Goodman as a guest, and towards the end of Goodman's performance, uh, he joined in, this comedian joined in, on the sax. Uh, I have the audio, so try to guess who this saxophone player turned comedian was.
So, who was playing the sax solo? Well, at 14 years of age, he left high school uh, to join Mike Cifficello's Swing Time Six Band in the uh, Catskill Mountains of uh, New York State. And uh, while in the band, he was also uh, auditing classes at the uh, Juilliard School of Music in New York City. And also at the same time was uh, performing uh, comedy sketches in a series of hotels in the Catskill Mountains that were known uh, as the Borscht Belt. Throughout the uh, 1930s, uh, he continued to hone both his uh, musical and uh, comedy gifts, performing uh, in his beloved Catskill Mountains and uh, spending some time in the U.S. Coast Guard, uh, performing in military reviews and shows. Uh, In the early 40s, he joined the Musicians' Union and worked with a series of musicians, including uh, Claude Thornhill, Shep Fields, and the great uh, Benny Goodman, who we just heard. So who was this musician turned comedian who hosted your show of shows? It was, of course, the late, great Sid Caesar. And I am not so great, but I am Jeff Bressler, and you're listening to the Make Believe Ballroom. Jeff at MakeBelieveBallroomRadio.com. Jeff at MakeBelieveBallroomRadio.com. So back to the story of the crystal chandelier I purchased at a garage sale uh, due to the fact that there was indeed a crystal chandelier hanging from the ceiling of the uh, Make Believe Ballroom's crystal studio. Uh, So I got the chandelier home. I cleaned it up. It was kind of, the crystals were kind of dusty and a little sticky. Uh, And uh, the wiring, though, looked uh, pretty pristine. And uh, when I cleaned the uh, crystals on the chandelier, when I cleaned the whole chandelier, uh, if I recall, looked looked pretty much brand new. Uh, Well, I made the mistake of calling Lenny from down the block, who... Uh, Many of you know is uh, my weekly in-studio audience and only member of the in-studio audience here in the ballroom. Now, Lenny's retired, but when he did work, uh, or should I say attempted to work, he was an electrician uh, with the Long Island Railroad for many, many years. And I figured if he could provide electricity for trains, he could uh, certainly uh, install a crystal chandelier. Well, Lenny shot over, and uh, he told me he could do the job, and he hung the chandelier. Well, all was well until a few weeks later. Uh, Lenny always says, play more music, and I will, and then I'll continue the story. So Sid Caesar played the sax for the Benny Goodman Orchestra, and as I mentioned, also uh, Claude uh, Thornhill and Shep Fields. Now, another uh, television star... Uh, performed with Shep Fields, uh, not as a musician such as Sid Caesar, but uh, in this case a vocalist. Now, this singer-turned-actor starred in what was to become the most popular TV Western show of all time that uh, ran for 20 seasons. Let's listen to uh, Shep Fields and his new music with the Whistler's mother-in-law, the audio comes from a soundy. Uh, see if you can guess from the vocal who this TV star was.
If you're whistling cause you're happy, be very careful, Pappy. No telling just what a whistler's mother-in-law will do. You're supposed to be out of fishing, not standing here a wishing that maybe a girl will start winking her eye at you. John, John, that's what she'll be calling. You get home and hold that car. Doggone, bet she's only stalling. That old lady's up to something, charge your barn. Just listen to Granny Cackle, she's found your fish and tackle. A whistle for all your plans now, for the good they'll do. Look at Granny, she's got the flipper, she's heading for the river. Well, isn't that like a man's mother-in-law for you? singer's name was Curtis Wayne Gates. Uh, Curtis was a singer uh, before moving into acting, and he combined both careers uh, once he entered films. Uh, Curtis had some great credentials. He was with the Tommy Dorsey Band in 1941, and he actually uh, succeeded Frank Sinatra as the vocalist with Dorsey, until uh, Dick Hames contractually uh, replaced Sinatra in 1942. Now, Curtis uh, may have served simply uh, as insurance uh, for Dorsey against uh, Sinatra's likely defection, and it was Dorsey, indeed, who suggested that Curtis Gates uh, change his name to Ken Curtis. That's right, Ken Curtis, Festus. On Gunspoke, began his career as a big band singer. I'm Jeff Bressler, and you're listening to the Make Believe Ballroom. I'm Jeff at MakeBelieveBallroomRadio.com. That's Jeff at MakeBelieveBallroomRadio.com. And speaking of emails, just a uh, quick uh, radio message to my friend and listener Max in Italy, uh, who actually listens to the program on one of our fine UK affiliates, uh, 1940s UK Radio. Uh, run by Sean Moncaster. Uh, it's amazing uh, in this day and age that a, a U.S.-based uh, terrestrial radio program like the uh, Make Believe Ballroom, played on an internet station in the United Kingdom, uh, is listened to by a fan in Italy. Uh, just great stuff. And Max, uh, my message to you is hang on. I'll have those MP3s to you uh, shortly uh, via WeTransfer. So back to the uh, crystal chandelier when we left off Lenny from down the block. The retired electrician for the uh, Long Island Railroad had agreed to and uh, hung the chandelier in the crystal studio. And uh, it worked fine, but about two weeks after uh, Lenny installed it, the uh, chandelier began on occasion to uh, flicker. Now, uh, Lenny took a look and claimed it was defective, and that's probably why it was up for sale at a garage sale, but I actually think it was his electrical skills that were (laughs) defective. Well, I asked Lenny to take a look at his handiwork uh, about uh, a year ago, and he finally got to it uh, a few weeks back. So uh, it appeared uh, that he did a great job, and the chandelier has been uh, working fine since he fixed it. 
But the uh, day before yesterday, the uh, chandelier, the uh, crystal chandelier here in the Make Believe Ballroom Crystal Studio is starting to list in a uh, precarious way. And uh, I'm concerned that it will today, perhaps even during this broadcast, (laughs) crash onto my head. So I know Lenny is away camping with his wife, Cookie, and that has opened the door for me to ask one of my uh, highly qualified electrician friends at the firehouse, uh, where uh, I serve as a volunteer firefighter, to come over after this broadcast and uh, finally figure out this fiasco while uh, Lenny doesn't have a care in the world, uh, camping out in Montauk at the easternmost point of Long Island. I'll fill you in on the results uh, next week of the fate of the crystal uh, chandelier. Now, Martin Block, in that original uh, crystal studio, in addition to the chandelier, uh, also had a uh, red velvet chair to sit on during broadcasts. So if you know of an Art Deco or 1930s-looking red velvet chair, let me know. Uh, It would complete the studio decor. If you have that red velvet chair, Jeff at MakeBelieveBallroomRadio.com. Jeff at MakeBelieveBallroomRadio.com. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, I want to talk about the origins of a song I played uh, last week, and then play some music from various territory bands who played Uh, night in and night out, uh, around their own home base, but uh, were never heard much on the radio and uh, didn't record many records for posterity. Uh, But first, as we go away from it all for a few minutes, how about let's get away from it all. Sinatra, the Pied Pipers, Connie Haynes, and the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra. From coast to coast, you're listening to the Make Believe Ballroom. Let's climb the Grand Canyon Wall. 
Let's catch a tuna way out in Laguna. Let's get away from it all. Let's travel south of the border. I'll get a real Spanish shawl. For me, a muchacha. But not while I watch you. Ouch, let's, let's get, get away from, from it all. They say there's no place quite like home. A charming thought and pure. Not true. But until the world we roam, how can we be sure? Let's spend a weekend in Dixie. I'll get a real southern draw. Another one? Then off to Reno. But just to play Kino, let's get away from it all. Friends, just a quick reminder, if you'd like to hear past episodes in this series, you can go to your favorite podcast provider where you can listen to the entire Make Believe Ballroom series. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, tune in wherever you listen. And don't forget to tune into my internet radio station, Syncopated Times Radio. Over 30 of the world's best syndicated programs featuring big bands, swing, ragtime, hot jazz, and Dixieland. SyncopatedTimesRadio.com Hi, friends. As always, I encourage you to generously support your local public community or university radio station where you are tuned into the Make Believe Ballroom. Our affiliate stations provide music not heard on mainstream radio. Thanks in advance for your support. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the second half of the Make Believe Ballroom. Uh, I said before the break that I was going to take some time to fill you in on the origins of the territory bands that uh, performed and uh, carved their turfs out in various parts of the United States, uh, usually where there were uh, no major cities located and uh, folks didn't have the pleasure of having the uh, big-named national bands appear locally. Now, you might have heard stories about the likes of the uh, great... Uh, let's see, in territory bands. Count Basie, for example, uh, being part of Walter Page's Blue Devils out of uh, Oklahoma City, uh, one of the most famous uh, territory bands of its era. Uh, But in reality, uh, and the best way to draw an analogy, uh, let's see, as a matter of fact, I have one locally. Uh, Here on Long Island in New York, the home and birthplace of uh, Billy Joel, there's a wonderful uh, tribute band that's that's been around for many, many years called uh, Big Shot that uh, faithfully uh, plays the, the unaltered music and only the music of uh, Billy Joel, uh, with Billy's blessings, I must say. Uh, so many of the territory bands of the 20s, 30s, and 40s 
uh, did not provide original music like uh, Walter Page, but rather acted as tribute bands like uh, Big Shot or like the uh, Top 40 cover bands that uh, a lot of us remember from the 70s and 80s. So many of these uh, territory bands relied on stock arrangements or other famous uh, band hits and band sounds uh, to make a mark for themselves. So why don't we start this look at some territory bands with Walter Page and his Blue Devils. There's a squabbling. Now, the actual uh, territories that these bands covered were uh, loosely defined, uh, but they did have some boundaries. Uh, Generally, the areas were the uh, Northeast, uh, the Southeast, the Midwest, the West Coast, the Southwest, and the Northwest. Uh, In addition, some uh, state groupings became common by initials. Uh, Mink, M-I-N-K, that uh, comprised Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, and Kansas. Uh, VSA comprised Virginia, South Carolina, and Alabama. The uh, Southwest provided uh, specially uh, fertile grounds for territory bands. Uh, Texas, for example, with its uh, open geography and a relatively uh, large state population, uh, offered really the greatest opportunity uh, with developed markets for dance music uh, in Austin, Amarillo, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, and, and San Antonio. Uh, the homegrown audiences of uh, Texas bands were so big that some bands developed uh, to a high degree in uh, relative isolation from outside 
influences. One such band was that of Alfonso Trent. So let's listen to Alfonso Trent and his orchestra, After You're Gone, recorded in Richmond, Indiana, March the 5th, 'm Jeff Bressler and you're listening to the make-believe ballroom with the uh, crystal chandelier still uh, somewhat intact uh, but hanging on by a thread uh, as I discuss some of the uh, territory bands of the 1920s 30s and 40s so Walter Page was out of Oklahoma City and Alfonso Trent uh, spent a lot of time in Texas Now, uh, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio uh, are all uh, major metropolitan cities now. Uh, Did have large populations, but were obviously at the time of uh, territory bands in their early growth stages. Uh, So were there territory bands in major uh, metropolitan areas that uh, preferred to stay on their own turf? and not tour beyond a specific geographic area. Well, how about a territory band in New York City? Yes, New York City. And indeed there was. Uh, Eugene Cardos was the leader of a jazz and dance orchestra back in the 1930s. He was born and bred in uh, New York City, where he learned to play the violin and saxophone. And uh, early in his career, he worked in vaudeville pit orchestras until uh, he organized his first uh, big band around 1930. 
He was uh, based, for the most part, in the Gloria Palace, which was a uh, German-American ballroom and cafe on uh, East 86th Street in the Yorkville section of Manhattan. Let's listen to a big city version of the Territory Band, The Breeze That's Bringing My Honey Back to Me by Gene Cardos and his orchestra, vocal by Joe Host, recorded in New York City, June the 26th, 1934. I'm Jeff Bressler, and you're listening to the Make Believe Ballroom. I can be reached at Jeff at MakeBelieveBallroomRadio.com, Jeff at MakeBelieveBallroomRadio.com. Many of the territory bands uh, never left their turf or uh, rarely left their geographic position and never recorded on record or rarely recorded on record. Uh, Lloyd Hunter was one of those uh, orchestra leaders, Uh, Hunter's band played regionally, uh, filling high school auditoriums, uh, dime dance dance halls, uh, farm buildings and amusement parks uh, throughout Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, and South Dakota uh, for a long run from the 1920s right through the 1950s. Uh, Hunter recorded only once in his career, and that one time uh, he recorded in New York City. Uh, Why the Lloyd Hunter Orchestra was in New York or invited to record is unknown, Uh, although it was possibly the first stop in Hunter's perhaps one and only national tour uh, where he stepped out of the upper Midwest. Lloyd Hunter and his orchestra, Sensational Mood, recorded April the 21st, 1931. 
This is really funny. Uh, I just got a text from uh, Lenny from down the block, who for the past several days, as I'd mentioned earlier in the program, uh, has been uh, Lenny from Montauk, as he and his wife Cookie are camping out in the Hither Hills State Park, uh, situated right on the Atlantic Ocean on eastern Long Island, the uh, southern tip, just beautiful. Uh, Lenny says in the text that he's sorry he can't be in the Crystal Studio this week uh, to listen in on the show, but quote-unquote, I'm sure everything is going really well. Uh, Yes, Lenny, except for the uh, dangling uh, Crystal Chandelier that (laughs) you yourself uh, installed. Thanks for the text, uh, Lenny. Now, I'd be disingenuous if I gave you the impression that territory bands were all swing or uh, jazz bands. Uh, a high proportion of territory bands were actually uh, European ethnic bands or emerging uh, country western, western swing bands. Uh, possibly more bands were uh, playing polka in some parts of the uh, country and, and, and not swing. Uh, The Six Fat Dutchman was a popular uh, polka band. They formed in Minnesota and played around Minnesota in the early 1930s. The band was known for mostly playing the, you know, traditional uh, oompa style of polka that we're all uh, accustomed to, that type of uh, polka music that originated uh, from Germany and the uh, German-speaking areas of Czechoslovakia. Uh, the Six Fat Dutchmen, they were regular uh, performers at the then-famous uh, George's Ballroom in New Ulm, Minnesota. And uh, they were voted number one polka band for seven years in a row by the National Ballroom Operators Association. So a little out of our musical range and comfort zone, uh, but to pay tribute to the many non-big band musicians who toiled in their territories to bring uh, great music and dancing pleasure to their fans. Here is the Six Fat Dutchman with Dig That Crazy Oompa Man, recorded on RCA. That's it, folks. Uh, The Crystal Chandelier here in the Crystal Studio made it through 
yet another edition of the Make Believe Ballroom, leaving me unscathed and not collapsing the uh, ceiling. I'm so pleased you joined me today, and I look forward to being with you again next week. I remain in a polka kind of mood, uh, so let's go out with a more swinging polka, uh, brought to you by the wonderful voice of Martha Tilton, the Texas polka, recorded in 1944. There's a new kind of dancer doing down our way. Started out in Texas in a small cafe. Folks all love to hear them play. Texas polka. And before you're admitted to the dancing floor, Sheriff looks you over when you reach the door. Makes you park your 44. Texas polka. Every Tom Dick. Harry and Alice are going out meeting their dates To do the dance that started in Dallas And wound up sweeping 48 states It's a sort of a melody that's mighty sweet Really very simple when you get the beat All you do is stomp your feet Texas polka It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.